0: a good student I actually was a teacher for many years and I left the profession uh, for several different reasons some of them personal some of them not quite so personal Um, I then my husband and I lived in Virginia for many years and then we moved to Florida for two years and then we moved back to my home state of Maryland um, uh, so I have a, a little girl whom I, is my life and I actually now live in my uh, family farm uh, and which I still uh, work as uh, I've started getting it back as a working farm. So what's this mayor of Shad Point? Well, Shad Point is a little hamlet in the state where I live in Maryland and uh, it's not even really on a map. It doesn't really have a mayor. But uh, a friend of my late father's uh, brought up one time that everybody jokingly referred to my father as the mayor of Shad Point because he lived here his entire life except for the period when he went to the University of Maryland. And everybody jokingly, because he was a fixture here, called him the mayor of Shad Point. And he passed away last September and uh, very unexpectedly. And so since I'm now living in my family home in Shad Point, I decided I would take up his moniker and be the mayor of Shad Point. Uh, I run several of my family's homes um, as rental properties, and I try to be a good and ethical landlady and property owner. I keep my properties up. I don't try to have slums or anything like that. Um, I like to listen to my scanner, which is very much like my grandmother before me. Uh, I listen to my police scanner, and I hear a lot of stuff goes down, and I'm just sometimes gobsmacked at the stuff I hear uh, that goes down in this town. Um, The town I live in is a relatively small town. Um, It's part of a larger metropolitan milieu, um, and uh, we have seen our fair share of COVID here uh but we also have quite a bit of nonsense and and even though i'm from a relatively small town i'm not from a big city um i do have big city contacts Um, my husband works in northern virginia which is the site of a a lot of mess and i lived in a relatively uh, large town in florida and the town i lived in in virginia Uh, Was Lynchburg and uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, known as Liberty University, Jerry Falwell, all that business, which was not that far from Roanoke. Um, I think I lived halfway between Charlottesville and Roanoke, and I lived about an hour north of the North Carolina border. So I just wanted to share my takes on culture and politics, and I really would love it if you emailed me, especially if you have a topic, if you disagree with me, I. Uh, I am all about respectful debate. Uh, We can disagree. We can agree to disagree, but we can be respectful about it. So if you hear something on my podcast that you don't necessarily agree with, email me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear why you think I might be misguided. And I'm willing to talk and to listen to that. If you think there's a topic I need to cover and I'm pretty good at this research thing, if there's a topic you think I ought to cover, then I'm more than happy to uh, talk about that. So uh, I, I just want to, this is going to be a lot more conversational than my other podcast uh, because you're going to hear about my particular beliefs and, and upbringing and, and that sort of thing. And, and I, I like to think of myself as a, a rational person and, and common sense, and this is why I called it a common sense take on, on politics and culture and the uh, the reason i decided to start this particular podcast was like i said i see so much nonsense that goes on and i just said look i want somebody to hear from somebody who's rational who's normal who has just a reasonable take on what goes on in the world and i'm not saying i'm always going to be right but it's just my ideas and my opinions and so i just wanted to share them with you and if 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 um, my opinion helps you come to a a research a topic or come to a conclusion on a topic, then, hey, I think I will have done my job because part of this is about education in a sense. So um, today I think I'll just very, very briefly um, we might take different topics on different days and or we might extend conversations about topics over a couple of days so today i wanted to sort of talk about a little bit about the culture the cancel culture and which i see so much of um and i've actually experienced a little bit of it myself um not that i'm anyone of note i really am not i'm just a normal woman but uh i have literally seen um i I actually unfriended a, a person because one of their friends disagreed with my take on um, transgender athletes in competing in, in sports and specifically um, trans women competing in female sports And I said you know that it wasn't it wasn't fair to girls, to biological women and that that biological women should be forced to compete against what amounts to biological men and that men inherently teenage boys men have a different physiological construction than a female a biological female and whether they're on hormones or not those they have not necessarily been on hormones long enough to be able to make drastic changes To their physiology they have a higher muscle mass they have a a larger lung capacity Um, men are just constructed differently and when I brought this point forward I said you know I don't have a problem with transgenders competing in sports that but I don't believe that especially in high school sports where the stakes are pretty high I don't believe that transgender should be competing transgender females should be competing with biological females and this was all born out of the case out of Connecticut where uh, three girls were you know b- forced to compete against a, a biological boy who identified as a female and this this friend of a friend said um, wow would you look at how this look at this trash take of this person this is just wrong this is, and, and you know, yes, it was my opinion. Was I wrong? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't think I was wrong because in high school sports, there's a lot at stake. Scholarships um, are a, a huge thing. And some one thing that allows maybe someone who couldn't afford to go to college the ability to go to college. And yes, I understand that a very small percentage of college athletes go on to something bigger, whether it be, Football, baseball um, the Olympics whatever it, it but it doesn't matter these scholarships are what allow people that may not otherwise have the means to attend college and for g- these girls to be shunned out of their sports because of a biological man basically tearing up the field is is absolutely to me unconscionable and not just as a a teacher because I still consider myself a teacher even though I retired but as a mom as a woman it it infuriates me um no more than I would want my daughter to be playing football um you know uh, because she could be seriously hurt now granted my daughter's five but let's assume she's older I also have I consider he's a foster son but i consider him my son who plays football and i would absolutely tell him if he wanted to race in girls track tell him absolutely not no 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 you can't pretend you're a girl and go running in in girls track and and clear the field because that's not fair that's not right and so while my take may not be politically correct and i'm not i'm not going to sit here and tell you i'm always going to be politically correct because i'm not but it is my my take on the cancel culture that when we start canceling people for the things that they say or the way that they behave, and yes, there is some behavior that is unconscionable that we should never, ever appreciate, but when we start canceling people because they say something that we don't like, that is the slippery slope to totalitarianism. It is the slippery slope to censorship. It is the slippery slope to everything that is anti this country anti-american it is anti-first amendment and you we cannot we should not be able to go around telling somebody that they don't get to have a voice because what they say doesn't comport with popular thinking and i'm going to tie this a little bit back to um being a christian Is it's not always popular the right thing is not always popular and the popular thing isn't always right and i think that we miss that that quite frequently in that we we choose to say i'm not going to listen to you because what you're saying is not right conservatives fall into this trap liberals definitely fall into this trap all the time and I think it's starting to come back and and uh, reverse itself to a degree. And um, again, another thing that la- let me want to talk about this particular feature, or this particular topic, cancel culture, is I saw an article today about Gina Carino. And for those of you who don't know who Gina Carano is, she was a former MMA fighter, mixed martial arts fighter, who became an actress of some note. And she actually got a bigger name when she um, appeared on The Mandalorian as Cara Dune. And I love Cara Dune. I think she is totally um, a a bad butt, and I'm gonna try to keep my, my cursing down. She's totally a bad butt, and I think she's a strong, powerful role model for women. Um, and she just proves that you know you can be tough, you can be feminine, and y- you know, women can fight back. And Disney unceremoniously canceled her for a couple of different things, some uh, of her tweets. Um, and they may have been a little bit hyperbolic, but they were, you know, she wasn't very far off her mark in my opinion. And she also refused to put her preferred pronouns in her Twitter bio. And by that, uh, she she made her preferred pronouns beep, boop, and bop. And I just had to love that because it's just kind of poking at the bear, so to speak, of, of uh, this this woke culture that we've engaged in. So anyway, Disney unceremoniously canceled her. They, they kicked her out of The Mandalorian. And she did have support. From her, uh, from her co-star Pedro Pascal, who, um, you know, uh, uh, stepped up and said she's a good person. You know, she doesn't deserve this. But Disney fired her, and now it's starting to bite Disney. Disney Plus has seen its um subscription, uh, sus- its subscribership drop. Um, they have seen uh shares begin to tank. People are trash talking Disney Plus. Um, And this controversy was um, all coming around as they were trying to promote WandaVision. And I I think that now that Disney has started reversing itself, I think there's a chance that maybe, possibly, um, Gina may come back. I don't know. I don't have those kinds of inside, you know, takes on that kind of thing. But I think that dismissing her simply because her view of how conservatives get treated in the mainstream... And there's my lightsaber. Um, how conservatives get treated in the mainstream is is probably fairly accurate, and um, I'm really hoping to see her come back as um, a, as Cara Dune. Um, so I might probably will continue our our discussion on cancel culture and um, bring in uh, some some more uh, takes on different things. So I I don't even really know what I'll be talking about each time.